Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode, I was joined by Isabel Hay and what she knows for sure is that she will never vote Tory and she told us this through the medium of her poetry. What a funny conversation this was. There's several poems in there. Isabel is clearly a very talented writer and should be a comedian, I think. Uh, So please enjoy. There is a bit of swearing in this one. So if swearing easily offends you, maybe don't listen. But it is honestly a very entertaining episode. Isabel, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. You're welcome. Yeah, and I, I know you because you're running my best pals in the world's Auntie, so I'm glad that I've got you because he's one of the funniest people I know, one of my favourite people. So I'm I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you. But other than being Lucy's auntie, tell us another wee bit about you, Isabel. I'm sixty, and I've always wrote poems. Mm-hmm. It's just something I like today, and I can do about things that are good, and um, things that are funny, but the ones that I do best are when I'm angry about something. Ah. Um, the creative process so, at work. Aye, <laughs> I great. can write them quicker and uh-huh. oh, it's good. Aye, great. And it makes you feel better good. just getting it done in paper. Well, I've been going to a writer's group and I'm thinking I'd try to get a wee book together of some of these poems and get them out there. Oh, that's exciting. That's really exciting. So I know that you've been thinking about it and I'm trusting that we're going to have some poetry in this podcast probably, Isabel. But tell me, what do you know for sure? I know for sure that I'll never vote for a Tory. Do you know, Isabel, uh, you're like, you're preaching to the converted here. I totally 100% um, agree. Mm-hmm. I wrote a story, uh, well, no, a story about a Tory, um, a poem about the Tories, but with them changing that much in the, the few months they did, I had to keep changing my poems and updating them because oh. I couldn't get rid of Boris and then I had to go back to Liz and then it was on to Rishi Sunak and every time I watch the news you still see something else about them that you could write. I know and I definitely want to hear the poem but tell me why is it you know that you'll never vote for a Tory? Because I'm positive that Scotland will get its independence and I think Tories just, they're all for themselves, they're not for anybody else. the Tories, the rich get richer and everybody else gets poorer. So I know, I know. Um, I totally agree. Sad. I often say I never yeah. knowingly befriend a Tory because if I've got a friend who's a Tory, then I made them by accident. No, I wouldn't do that. I've got friends that probably vote Tory and probably family as well. <laughs> but I don't like the way that it can, can do religion as well. At some point, like, people that are going to watch a certain team are going to... Mm-hmm. vote for Tories, you know, I think that's crazy. It is, it is, um, it's a crazy world. Uh-huh. Um, and it's lovely, I suppose, <laughs> that you've got the creative output for when you're feeling annoyed about something, like you're saying you're more creative maybe when you're angry. It's good that you've got somewhere to put that. I'm a wee bit jealous that you've got somewhere uh, to put that because a lot of that just becomes me ranting and raving in my own heat. So do you want to read us one of your poems, Isabel? I'll read you one. This was one of the first ones i done well, it was after Boris. Right, I wrote. The lies they put in that big bus should have been a sign to lawyers. The child of bastards you can't trust. New luck to Liz Russell, dear worth. This government, it made me sick. Boris Johnson was a dick. 
Dominic Cummings was he old Nick? No, just another Tory thing. This government, the fucking fly all the days, fucking lie. The lot of them, the fucking fly. You had to test your eyesight, did you? I <laughs> testing apps that didn't work. Ventilators, no worth the fuck. Michael Gove looks like a duck. Hope next election they're out of luck. The PPE is on its way. Another lie we heard them say. Praising health workers every day, then shafting them when it came to pay. And a government that's Tory led, children are left needing fed. Too many old folk were left for dead. What was going on in Boris's head? Cronyism, scandal, sleaze, partygate, and more pay freeze. A country that is on its knees. Jesus, come and save us, please. The BBC, it gets me down. They treat us all like fucking clowns. The licence fee won five, four pounds. The greedy aim it knows no bounds. Your pensioners don't get much free. A bus pass and a licence fee. Now the bastards at the BBC will rob them with a free TV. A load of shit I have to hear. The bias to the Scots is clear. They're threatening letters I won't fear. I'll never pay for another year. Now that I've calmed down a bit, I'll stop you all this swearing shit. It's just that Boris was such a... I still find it hard to deal with. The pandemic has drove me mad. Sometimes made me truly sad. Wishing for the life that I once had. And hoping this winter is not bad. Oh, that was great. I can't believe it. It's so succinct, isn't it? Everything you're saying. I'm like, oh, God, well, getting that and getting that and getting that. And what's your writing process like when you're writing this? Did that take you ages to write, to get all the bits in? No, that took me, I don't know, probably about an hour or something. Wow. When I'm angry and I just write things down and, and I write, I'll maybe take a sheet of paper and I'll write, the things that have annoyed me, like things Michelle Moon's done or things Boris done, like Dominic Cummings, I was testing my eyesight, you know what I mean? That was, it's the way they treat you like you're an idiot, you know? Mm. So I just write doing a few wee things and then when I go to write it, I think, oh, that goes with that and that goes with that. Aye, and it just all comes. Have you always written poetry or is that a new thing? No, I've always done it. Have you? done it for my names, but we... And one of them's 42 now, and the other one's 37. So did you do it as a child, though? Did you write poetry when you were at school and stuff like that? No, not so much write it, but we, I would make up wee rhymes and things because my dad used to do things like that, and they were always something funny, you know, mm-hmm. wee rhymes. So I think it's came for that. Uh-huh. And do you like, do you enjoy <laughs> being creative? I enjoy writing poems for people because especially family things because it makes them laugh and you know I mean you like to see people happy Aye. and I know these story bands they make me mad and that's why I write them I've got some music a poetry slam and people absolutely loved it they were all cheering and so at the age of 60 as a poet you're going into poetry slams tell us about this Isabel well the first one I done it was at Small Shot Day in Paisley and it was a a couple of years ago before COVID and I'd heard about this poetry slam thing and you could just go and I phoned the man and I says, can I just come and do a poem? He went, aye, just come in, seven o'clock, I went to Paisley Town Hall with my pal. I'd done two poems, mm-hmm. not done one and then there's another round. And I don't know if it was because I was getting that wee bit older, but I wasn't fear. I'd just get up there and... Ah. and I the poem and it was a bit of mammogram that I'd go at. <laughs> Um, and the man says, 
anybody that can just come in here and come up and tell a poem about swinging a boot by one of their tits is all right for me. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? A day of this totally want you to tell me, Isabel. Well, it was obviously a few years ago this happened. Right. Last week I had a mammogram and that was some ordeal. I'd heard it was uncomfortable, but I didn't think I'd squeal. She said, it only takes a minute. It may hurt a little bit, but I didn't realise the pain of dangling by one tip. <laughs> I nearly fainted on the spot. It was so bloody sore. I was suspended by one booby as my foot was off the floor. <laughs> a painful situation when you're dangling in midair. Frantic pedalling of a scooter that wasn't really there. She said I had turned ashen. An understatement that if I could have worked on mammogram, I'd have squashed the bastard flat. Then I had an ultrasound, a massive sister had. I felt a rush of sheer relief. The sister's not that bad. My partner's been understanding. Keeping me extra nice. He would understand a wee bit more if his boys were in a vice. For one week now, I've hardly slept, done a lot of secret crying. Now I'll appreciate the life I've got and thank fuck that I'm no dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, How I, 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 I And I went to doctors and they got me an appointment within about 10 days or something. I was up there to get this mammogram, but she lifted me right off the floor and she's saying, put your foot down. I'm saying, I can't. Yes, you can. And I was going like I had a scooter and my foot was naked down. And I'd high heels on. She'd lifted me from my boobs right off the floor. <laughs> oh, it's, so, it's good that you could bring humour to that, though. And did you start know, thinking about that? When, aye. And did you start thinking about that, Isabel, when you were actually having a be in it? Were you thinking, I'm going right about this? I'm having this terrible time and it's quite scary, but I'm going to write about this and it's going to be funny. I wrote that when I came home in about five minutes. Did you? Right, because it was the fact that I was going with my foot like a scooter and I thought, that woman thinks that I can put my feet down. I was dangling. Ah. And hanging on to your machine and my arm was all black and blue hanging on because I was <laughs> I was trying to hang on to kind of lift myself up because it was that so... Oh, God. Well, <laughs> we're glad it went well. Uh-huh. What's your other, tell us one of your other favourite poems that you've written This is another recent Tory one I wrote Guy Fawkes had the right idea Blow the bastards up If a prize was for incompetence I thought they'd win that cup We didn't even vote them in But another year of more the same We're stuck with all these tax dodgers We never to lay the blame Rishi made one of them head attacks That is near a surprise he made go for the man a levelling up. I hope he's starting with his eyes. The House of Lords offer themselves. Ruth Davison and Miss Moan. The Scots don't want them living here. They'll be bringing down the tone. Michelle Moan rubbing greedy hands and raking millions in for a company set up in just two days, making masks that were too thin. There's so many crooks in Parliament. It should be called Barrel. The millionaire Prime Minister, he dodges tax as well. How has this been allowed to happen? There's fuck all great about Great Britain. They've ground us down to nothing. Folk working can't earn a living. And the NHS is crumbling, as is social housing too. Children dying in poor conditions. These Tories had not got a clue. We're not a third world country. By all accounts, we're rich. So what the fuck is happening? Because somewhere there's a glitch. Nurses going to food banks and teachers out in strike. Unions ask for talks to sort it out and they're told to take a hike. 
Paramedics on the breadline, out saving lives each day, that can earn a living wage. So what does Rishi say? Your strikes will cause a loss of life, the numbers on the rise. Fuck all to the loss the Tories have caused in the NHS demise. They say they'll spend on mental health, so they fucking should. I've never heard so many friends admit their mental health's no good. Tories are the cause of this. Some folk have nothing left to lose. A gunpowder plot sounds good to me for next week's PMQs. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you're just so creative. And obviously, I'm loving the chat. Obviously, being mm-hmm. a fellow uh, non-liker of the Tory. So, I am loving the chat. How many poems have you written in your life, would you say? Hundreds? Mm-hmm. Thousands? Mm-hmm. Thousands. Maybe hundreds, no thousands, but I'm, I would say there's maybe a couple of hundred here. I've done one once, one of my favourite ones is my pal was coming home one night for Glasgow and she parked at Govan and go to Subway, right? So she was coming home herself and she got a ticket. She got a thing they caught the speed camera and she was she was in her sixties and she says, I can't believe that that they flashed me, you know. So I wrote her a poem. We says, we'll write a poem. We'll send it to Polis and see if we can get you off with it. <laughs> so I wrote a poem. We sent it to Polis and the Polis sent one back. <laughs> <laughs> Did she still have to pay the fine, though? Oh, well, I'll tell you the, the poem tells it. Right, are you ready? Yes. My driving licence squeaky clean. I don't drive fast and loose. My barrel's not the same, though. Herein lies my excuse. Driving home through Govan with all the streetlights out. The traffic lights were stuck in red as then I heard a shout. An irate man behind me was shouting, telling me, just go. The swearing was alarming and soon the fear began to show. My legs began to tremble as I jumped to traffic light. The man who had been shouting, I was sure a Govanite. I looked around, the man was gone, but I was in a state. I didn't realise I was speeding. I was scared it was late. My car was filled with brilliant light. I thought an angel said my plea. The praying for the man to go had worked quite well for me. Suddenly an awful stench. I'm sure that it was shite. I scary thought right there and then. My pants aren't watertight. In a hurry to go home, I was driving quick. I was desperate for a shower. It's just smell would be sick. A pleasant surprise when I got home. My pants were very clean. A tinge of sadness hit me then. That's how my licence had always been. When the speeding fine came through my door, the mystery became quite clear. Obviously hadn't shit myself, but the sewage hearts were near. <laughs> so, Sergeant, that's my tale of woe. I hope you'll reconsider. I promise not to speed again. Not once. Not ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> and for anybody that is the Govan, which is where I'm for, of course, there is a sewage works down the Govan Aye. Road. So it's stinking. Well, it's stinking down there. The poem came back for Governor to Helen Street for the police. <laughs> I find it. Here it is, always the last one I get to. Mm-hmm. Well, they sent one back, so this is from Police Scotland. Thank you for your poem, it explains the situation well. We're glad to hear there was no accident, just an awful smell. Unfortunately, you have to pay. Sadly, it's the law. We ask you follow the instructions and take it on the jaw. 
we thank you for your response. It brightened our day so. Next time you're driving, remember to go slow. Just remember, Mrs D, if you ever need a poor pee, ignore those at the back of the line. It ain't them that get the fine. <laughs> and they still gave her a ticket. <laughs> That's funny that they wrote back to her, isn't it, though? It's nice. But I don't know if they were writing back, they might have let her off for it, and they didn't. That mm. was quite sad. <laughs> so do you feel as if, like, no matter what happens in life, you'll be able to write a wee poem about it? I take it your poems are always quite funny. Because uh, the haze are the haze are awful funny. I know a few haze. These are a funny bunch. So I take it that you just feel. Do you feel as if I've got this? I can sort of write about things, and it makes me explain how I'm feeling, and I feel better after it, and I share it with folk. I I can do that, but when daft things happen as well, I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There was one day Andy had says to me, "Andy, wiper, no wiper, I'm not so I went there to home base in Johnston. So I went there, there and I went to go in. I thought, oh God, I don't know the size of my wiper, but I had a scarf phone. So I measured it against the scarf, ran into the shop, put a window in my wiper. <laughs> and I came back out and I went to get in my motor and here's this woman trying to park it aside of mine. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to get in there. No, she's after. I chat to Randy and I said, <laughs> She's got me in a bad day, man. How far my mate got in there? She went, oh, I'm awful sorry. She went, I just got this car the other day. I'm just getting used to it. I went, right. I says, look, there isn't a car in front of me. I says, if you go back out for there, I'll drive right through and you can go in. No, you'll have plenty of room. She's like, right. So I'm directing her out. And I turned around and I looked and it was in my motor. <laughs> <laughs> so I chatted her in and I says, well, that's not a motor, right? And I was and she went, what? She was raging. So I, I ran, I took my windy wiper, I ran. The motor wasn't even in the same row, it was like two rows down and another bit. So I got in my motor and I could see her coming out of hers and she was looking a bit and I was ducking down <laughs> So within two minutes I wrote about that. Right, are you ready now to tell you the story about my windy wiper? I do, I want to hear the poem for it. Yeah, it is. Right, my windy wiper flapping, a power hose that's been let loose. I ventured to the nearest shop, no too far from my house. I forgot about a measuring tape. It's summer narrow and summer wide. Me being my resourceful self, a silky scarf would be my guide. I held it to the wiper blade, then marched into the store. I found a blade, then I paid the man and marched back out the door. Right next to my wee motor, a woman parking in the space. She was awfully close to hitting mine, so she seen my angry face. How the fuck will I get in there? She said sorry right away. I'm not quite used to this new motor car I bought the other day. I felt so bad, I tried to help. There's no car in front of me, so if you reverse till I get in, you can go straight out as it's free. I helped direct the woman back, waved politely, wished her luck, then looked at my wee motor and in shock thought, what the fuck? <laughs> the wee black motor wasn't mine. My head began to ache. I chapped the woman's windy and admitted my mistake. I said, that's no my motor. <laughs> oh no, what have I done? The woman angrily shouted, what? <laughs> it was time for me to run. 
I took my wife a wiper and I ran my heat kept low. My motor wasn't in hers, no even the same row. <laughs> I found it in the next lane, jumped in quickly, then ducked down. I didn't want her seeing me on my stupid fucking climb. <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> Isabel, I have loved listening okay. to your poetry. I feel you need, you. you need to set yourself up with mere poetry somewhere so that we can all hear it all the time. Well, there you go. You do. I was, when I was at that, the thing, the book signing, the man had said about an audio book and I thought, well, I'd like to do that and Maybe. just read them out and then people can just listen to them rather than... Uh-huh. Lovely, because there's something the way you see them. You do tell them awful well as well, Isabel, don't you? I know, because I'm reliving them. And some people say, oh, did that really happen? Like the mammy grand thing of that. Aye, it happened. No. Aye. It must have right the flare. And, Thank um, you so much for coming and sharing your poetry with me on the podcast, Isabel. Uh-huh. I know. I'm glad you liked them, and I must apologise for all the sweary words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of the poems didn't have swearing. Nobody ever needs to apologise to me for swearing, Isabel, that's for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks so much, Thank you, Alan. Thank you. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.